Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life, life, life. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tip Show, everyone. Byron White here with Kim Weiss. Kim, welcome. Thank you. I am so excited to talk about sunsets and sunrises with you today. <laughs> I'm not as excited as I am when I take them. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what, Kim, is the fascination that we all have with sunsets and sunrises? What is it that, in that moment of time, that, that inspires us or does something? Do you Have you studied that? I study it every day. I study it by looking at my terrace every day, but I don't know if I can speak to everyone. I can speak to how it, how it moves me. Mm. And how does it move you? Well, I think that I'm astounded every time I walk out of my terrace and I take and I have a look at the sunrise or the sunset later in the day, and I'm awestruck. And that that causes me to go grab my camera and try to capture it and prolong it. And I think that the beauty of the sunrise is just one of those universal triggers for us, that nature is it's a, it's a gift that we get every day. Do you, well, for, for, the, for writing of this book, I'm sure you did, but do you literally think about the sunset, for example, as you're going through the course of the day? Do you wonder and imagine how it's going to be? And are you looking up at clouds and formations and actually studying what's happening? I'm always looking up. I'm always, I'm always if I'm driving, I'm, I'm looking at the cloud formations. And, and when I'm thinking about the sunset, I'm actually thinking about, am I going to get to some place where I can photograph it in time. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, because it's become a real um, ritual for me. I'm, I'm doing this daily, which is how the book came about. It wasn't that I wanted to do a book. It was that I was doing these photographs anyway, and it evolved into a book. Hmm. Have you experimented with time-delayed imagery and, you know, click, 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 you know, so, you know, looking at things over a period of time. And, and is that, it, it, tell me a little bit about your, your exploration there. Well, I actually did that this morning. I, I posted on Facebook, which is, you know, something that I do all the time. I posted three photographs that were a sequence of, of uh, the sun rising. So sometimes I do that. Um, sometimes I'll zero in really close and get some very surrealistic kind of image. So it really, it's it's really how I'm feeling that day and what I'm perceiving and what what the sky is showing. So it's it's never the same, and that's that's the beauty of this whole thing. And I think that probably answers your original question: is that it fascinates us because it isn't ever duplicated. Does a particular sunset or sunrise affect your mood or how you approach your day or evening? Well, I, I think that it, I think I'm always happier in general when the sun did show itself because it doesn't it doesn't every single day. Uh-huh. Um, do I have a lousy day because the sun didn't show itself? I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still I'm still happy, but um, you know, it's there's something beautiful about beholding that every day. You have some wonderful and very wise quotes with your book. How, how did you select those and ap- apply them to particular sunsets or sunrises? 
Well, I have the good fortune of being in the publishing world for 20 years. So I've met some very, very colorful characters along the way who I've worked with or have and or have become friends. And some of the people in the book are just people that I approach that, who I admire. And I just asked them to, you know, I, I gave everybody a questionnaire and asked them, well, first I asked if they wanted to participate, and I got a, a very, very healthy response. Almost everybody said yes. And then I gave them a questionnaire to make it easy for them about what their relationship to the sun is, uh, to the sunrise, how it makes them feel, or what wise words would they like to impart on, on a reader. And I got a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And then I went through it, and... Uh, with an editor, we picked the ones that we thought were going to be, you know, book-worthy. And then the process of matching them with photographs, I kind of left to the art director and the editor, and then I had the last say on it because I had so many photographs, Byron, you can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I told you, it was like, I have over 20,000 photographs in my wow. in my iMac. Does that make me bad? Anyway, mm. I... Um, not in the least, by the way. It's, that's amazing. <laughs> All of sunsets and sunrises, twenty thousand. No, 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 no. I do, I do photograph other things, but okay. The, the majority, the majority are. You'll, you'll, you'll find a few birds and cats in there also, but um, <laughs> mostly, mostly nature photos. But so I have, you know, they have the the help of this book was really a cooperative effort in a lot of ways, and the art department, of course. Made the made the photographs uh, even more beautiful than they were, and placed them and matched them. And then I just decided uh, it, which I thought you know what I agreed with and what I didn't agree with. So I think they did a really nice job, don't you? Indeed, there are meditations, passages, poetry, reflections, contemplations. I mean, it, it's an incredible depth of of of, of, of in, you know, inspirational resources there. I am fascinated with the matchmaking process, though. I think mm -hmm. that was done extremely well. Um, tell me why you would have moved something from one to another. Is there a thought on that, or maybe when you, in your final editing, why you said, no, this just doesn't fit with that? And what was the thinking behind that? Well, some of, it, some of the, uh, the decisions had to do with the people who wrote the passages and my relationship with them. I see. So that would make it more personal that I maybe I thought a photograph just didn't match the person as much as I maybe didn't match their their passage. So that was that was one of the factors. I think a lot of what is talked about in the passage had something to do with whether we picked one of the sunrise or sunset. Um, whether there would be a lot of clouds in in the in the picture we we selected from what was said in the in the passage as well. Tell the audience what camera you used for the, all of these photos. I'm using a Sony. Uh -huh. Any particular it, brand or model? It's a CyberShot. Uh -huh. So it's an automatic, uh, has you know largely automatic settings that I'm using, but it has a lens that, that photographs like 50 times normal size, so it, it's an amazing camera. But not everything was done on that. It started out on my iPhone 5. <laughs> and like the first picture, which is one of my favorite pictures in the book that accompanies um, my favorite passage, which is MJ Rose's, was from an iPhone taken while I was driving with my left hand. I don't recommend it. <laughs> and and then I moved on to a, ca a Canon, um, Power Shot, I think you call it. And then I was recommended to check out the Sony, and I love my Sony camera. 
So there's a variety of cameras that took pictures in this, too. How many absolutely spectacular jaw-dropping sunsets do you think we really see in our lifetime that are so one-of-a-kind and so amazing that they, they drop your jaw and just make you stand, stop in your tracks? That's a really that's a really difficult question. If you're talking about my experience, there would be thousands. Wow! Because I because I really get a charge every time I see one because it's like it's like prana, it's like life force. You know, uh-huh. it's, there's nothing more powerful. Uh-huh. Do you have a literally a perfect image um, of all of the photos you're taking that? For you, if you could take one image with you on your journey in your afterlife, <laughs> do you have do you have a favorite? Well, I just said I did have a favorite in the book, but if you put it that way, it's like asking me what my favorite color is or my favorite flavor. I it's like a moody, so it's it depends on the day. <laughs> I really well, I'm going to impress you to describe one to us, even the one that's in the book that you suggested was was uh, was. Was well, the one is, so the one that's in the book, um, and I've taken others like this. When, when the day, when the sky has pastel colors interspersed with like blackish spots of clouds. Mm-hmm. So there's blues and reds and greens and yellows and little like purple gray clouds, um, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of like a painting. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm most amazed. I think. Mm-hmm. But then there's other days that, you know, there'll be like a pattern in the clouds and everything will look kind of like a like a weave, you know, like a like a pink weave and and enhanced by little little, you know, swirls of orange. So I I love them all. (laughs) I really do. How do you feel when you miss a sunset? That's a good question because even though it seems silly, I feel really like I feel worse than a person that doesn't think about it. I feel like, oh darn, you know, it's really it's almost like missing meditation. Mhm. Mhm. You know how you feel if you have a routine or a ritual that you really love to do and something keeps you from doing it. Um that's how I feel. I feel I feel a little a little like a little like I'm missing something, but you know I get I get through it. <laughs> I get through the day. <laughs> Describe your balcony to to us. Okay, well my balcony and the view, and the view obviously. And the view. Well, my balcony uh, spans the width of my master bedroom and my living room, and it overlooks a marina. So in front of me, I see like a commercial fishing boat and dive boats and and um, skidoos and boats for rent. And then over a little bit to the left, I see the intercoastal waterway with a bridge going over it. I call uh-huh. it the Disney Bridge because of the turrets in it. It's very a really beautiful bridge. Uh-huh. And then there's a little strip of land with very nice houses on it. Mm-hmm. And it, there's the ocean. So from 14 stories high, you can see all that. Um, so I'm not just, you know, a lot of a lot of people who live in in condominiums really high up. They're they look, they feel like they're in the water mm-hmm. because they're which is not bad. Believe me, I wouldn't mind that either. But I get to see this variety of waterways, 
So the the patterns of light, sometimes I'm taking pictures where you can see the other bodies of water and the sun coming up. So you see reflections of it on the on the marina or reflections of it um approaching the waterway, the intercoastal waterway. So it's it's quite breathtaking. It's beautiful in the daytime and beautiful at night. And so the sunset, uh, when I walk to the other side of it, on the right side of the terrace, is there for me on a, you know, the western sky. It's a little bit, it's not like living in Colorado where there's mountains or anything. Florida is very flat. But the sky can be just superb. So you're seeing sunsets and sunrises from the balcony? Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. How can I? I mean, there's a penthouse. <laughs> it's not the. It's the lower penthouse. I I I was in the penthouse. Now I'm in the lower penthouse. But it's it, but it's still pretty high up there. Nice. Got it. So it must be a left-right situation. You look to the right to see the sunset, and the left to see the sunrise. Right. Exactly. If I'm, okay. Exactly. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, wonderful placement for the building. I, I can only imagine. Yeah, um, you know, the, sometimes I don't see it. Sometimes I have to go to the hallway in the window in the hallway uh, because in a certain the time of year, year. Yeah. Yes. That makes so sense. It's a little challenging. Uh-huh. Well, let's take a break, everybody, uh, and just uh, just back in a few minutes. Thanks, Kim. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment. 
And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show. Welcome back, Kim. Hi. Do you have a favorite of sunrise versus sunset if you had to choose one? That's another one of those things that I hope I never would. One more powerful to you? It would, it's not, it's not, you know, I, I like them both. Um, but I have met people who have told me I was interviewed by somebody on a TV show that actually said she didn't like sunsets. And I was, I was, first of all, I was miffed. I was sort of taken aback because I, I never met somebody who didn't, who would, I never thought anybody wouldn't like a sunset, mm-hmm. but to her it represented the end of a day and her day is, you know, she didn't, someday she doesn't want to see end. So I kind of understood that, but um, I guess if I really had to pick the sunrise is I'm a morning person and I like the enlivenment of the beginning of day. I like beginnings. So if I had to choose, if my life depends on it, it would be sunrise. Tell us about the the, the selection process moving from 20,000 images, not, not all sunsets, obviously, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, but uh, was there a, you know, a, okay, let's narrow this down to, you know, 1,000. And, and then stop, you know, how does that all work? Well, I, I don't look at them in the aggregate. I kind of look at them by the ones, the imports that I have just put on the computer within a certain period of time. So I kind of remember. But my process is that every day I take plenty of photographs so that I can hone it down to the ones that I, you know, feel are, are post-worthy and the post-worthy ones would be probably the same kind that would make it into a book. So probably it was narrowed down by some of the things that I had posted on Facebook or had sent, you know, or had emailed to friends. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, you know, when you're taking, I, I, would, I would guess someone else could answer, would, would have this kind of answer too. Sometimes, you know, when you get the shot, mm-hmm. it's just like, that's the shot. You know, I just took 15 shots and, okay, this, I can just tell this feels right, you know. Mm-hmm. There are so many different vantage points to to seeing the sunrise and the sunset. I mean, an infinite number, really, if you think of all the positions in the world. Did it ever occur to you to try to, so, try to socialize the concept of photographing spectacular sunsets and, and get imagery from other people and include that in the book? Book page that invites people to post their what I'm calling backyard photography. Some of them are more professional than others. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I enjoy, I'm, I feel like I'm creating a small community or a growing community on Facebook for that reason so that they can be shared. Mm-hmm. And anything can happen. There could be a next book that isn't just my photography. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty new. You know, this is all, all still pretty new. Have you thought about photographing and publishing a book about the moon rises and sets? Uh, no, because it's not as visible, you know, it it would take much longer to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I have thought about doing a book on clouds. That may be my next photography book. Have you thought about moving to California? (laughs) I've actually thought about moving to California many times in my life. (laughs) So have I. Obviously, for the for the famous sunsets, right? I mean, melting over the water, pretty spectacular. But how how do you think that stacks up with your vantage point? 
Well, I think, I, you know, I am going to California for, as, for part of my book tour in the beginning of December, and I intend on taking a lot of sunset photographs. Uh-huh. I also love um, New Mexico, and New Mexico has breathtaking sunsets. Uh-huh. So I, I think it would be fun to do, I mean, there's so many possibilities. You could do regional books, you know, sunsets of the Southwest or or sunrise and sunsets, you know, from different countries. I mean, there's there's it's really a very, very wide possibility of, of what could happen. Hmm. What do you want people to get out of the book? Really, the one thing I want people to get out of the book is I'm trying, I'm not even so much trying, I'm hoping to convey that feeling of awe. You know, I mean, when I, when I put the book out, the the word gratitude was obvious, and it's also from a marketing perspective, it's a more sellable word. And awe is not, you know, people say awesome all the time, but they don't really stop to think about what awe is. Uh-huh. I'm fascinated with things that create awe, and I'm really trying to convey what I'm feeling, which is that sense of awe, and then you know, subsequently appreciation. Uh, hence gratitude um, when I take these pictures and that warm fuzzy feeling that I feel is what I'm hoping people get out of the photographs because you know I'm not Ansel Adams and I certainly know that there are better and worse uh, photography out there but I think it's I think people pick up on the feeling that I put into it and that's really what's important to me hmm. how do you think people should read this particular book well, I've been saying it's good on your coffee table, it's good on your on your nightstand, and it's good in the bathroom. It's like it's one of those books that you're or to carry around in your purse. It's one of these when people tell me they read my book, I think, oh no, you read my book. What does that mean? You read it cover to cover. It's meant for pondering, you know, contemplative moments. You know, pick up a page and look at the the photo and read about it and maybe wait another day and read another one. So it's kind of random. What, when did you really uh, um, know that you had something incredibly successful as this has been out in the market now? You know, is it, you know, was it reaction that people had to this? Is it, did people reach out to you? Have you found anything powerful in, in since the book has been out? Well, I think that it was a little bit um, astounding to me that, you know, even though we had how you see, in the book business, it's by the distribution about who, you know, who in the marketplace is interested in the book. Uh-huh. So I had a very diverse uh, uh, response, and that includes grocery stores. Can you imagine? Uh-huh. And, you know independent bookstores and the chain bookstores and Walmart. So I think that there is like a universal appeal of the book that I think it could be sent anywhere, sold anywhere. I'd love to see it in hospital bookstores because this book is a great gift for somebody, you know, to give to somebody who's not well. Uh It doesn't, or, or somebody who's um, aging. Um, This book is, you know, really speaks to anyone who's, who needs a moment, you know, that's really what it is for. Part of the fascination of the book is is seeing not just sunsets and clouds and skies and but birds and insects and reptiles and trees right. and you know right. how important was that for the overall composition for the imagery for the birds and the 
to yeah. those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it lends more dimension and variety. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like if I took the same kind of photograph every day, which nature doesn't really allow because it changes, um, I don't think it would be as interesting a book. But there are really a lot of variables in here. Hmm. There could be a lot more birds. I love taking pictures of birds, too, but maybe <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> Which brings me to my final question. Where do you go from here? <laughs> oh, the sky's the limit. Ha, 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 ha. Bing in a bong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. More photos. Could be clouds. Could be more of these. Could be cats. People like my cat photos a lot. Hmm. Could be, you know. It's, it could be that I do that book that has just haikus um, rather than you know, the passages that I have in it. Who, who knows? I mean, there's, it's, it's still, the jury's still out. See how people like it. And I, believe me, I have a million ideas. But there will be another book. Wonderful. Kim, it's been great having you on the show today. Thank you. I, I had a good time. Two final questions. Who would you like to get a hold of you, and how can they get a hold of you? I'd like people to get a hold of me that are interested in appreciating beauty and people who want stocking stuffers. <laughs> this is uh, I have a website which is www.sunrisesunsetbook.com. I also can be found easily on Facebook. I have a, a community page called Kim Weiss Sunrise Sunset 52 Weeks of Awe and Gratitude. Um, and please join me there and post your photographs and share your stories. Thanks again for being on the show, Kim. My pleasure. Indeed. Until next week, everybody, I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and packed with lots of sunsets and sunrises. Thanks for the inspiration from Kim today. See you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.